Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. The word was out, and many wanted to attend. The time? 9 a.m. sharp. The date? May 3, 1808. The place? A grassy field, located directly across from the famed Tuileries Garden in Paris. The spectacle? A gas balloon race, or so they believed. Hot air and gas balloons were still a very new thing at this time. The first successful human flight was completed in late 1783 by French scientist Jean-Francois Pelletre de Rosier and Marquis-Francois de Randel. During the early stages of planning the first balloon flights, King Louis XVI intended for criminals who were condemned to death to be the first balloon pilots. But these two men convinced the king to let them be the first to lift off. A lot of milestones in flight were, in fact, achieved by hot air and gas balloons. In addition to the first human flight, they completed the first flight over the English Channel, the first flight in North America, and unfortunately, the first aircraft-related disaster. People were mesmerized by them, and it was hard to pass up the opportunity to attend an event. This one in particular would prove to be an unforgettable experience for the audience. On May 3, 1808, the wind was fair, blowing from the north-northwest. Two balloons awaited their occupants. Four men approached. An operator and a passenger climbed into each. The hour struck nine, the ropes were cut, and the crowd cheered. They watched the two balloons rise higher, higher, and higher, until they reached an altitude of 900 yards. The audience craned their necks to follow the two dark spots in the sky. And then they heard gunfire. To briefly travel back in time, Mademoiselle Titervit was a popular dancer in the Paris Opera. It was there that she met Monsieur Grandpré, a gentleman with self-described good taste in all things. He fancied the petite dancer, and the pair became entangled with one another. Their relationship carried on for some time, but then Monsieur Grandpré noticed that Mademoiselle Tirovit began to decline his company more frequently. She insisted she was obligated to other engagements, but the pattern continued, and he began to wonder why. Her outward affection for him seemed unaltered, and yet she carried an air of distraction when they were together. There came a day when she finally canceled one of their weekly traditions, something she had never done before. Monsieur Grandpre decided it was time to play detective and uncover what he began to suspect were duplicitous rendezvous. He discovered exactly what he feared. Another gentleman, Monsieur Lepic, had also captured the Mademoiselle's fancy, and Monsieur Grandpre wouldn't stand for it. Face to face and chest to chest, he stared into Monsieur Lepic's eyes filled with hatred and violence. How dare another man steal the woman whose affections were for him and him only? There was only one course of action to rectify such a heinous act. Monsieur Grandpre challenged Monsieur Lepic to a duel. Possessing similar qualities and character, Monsieur Lepic obliged, and the two hashed out the specifics. 
They agreed that swords and pistols were too commonplace for men of their stature and tastes. An aerial duel in balloons would be a grander spectacle. They agreed that May 3rd, 1808, at 9 a.m. would be the day, allowing themselves some time to prepare and procure the necessary balloons and operators, who, for whatever reason, were willing enough to put their own lives at risk over a fight that wasn't even theirs. Messieurs Grandpre, Le Pique, and their operators entered the balloons. When the hour struck nine, the ropes were cut, and the four men began their ascent to the sound of the crowd cheering. The balloons maintained a rough distance of 80 yards, and when they reached their desired altitude, the two men reached for their firearms. Their weapons of choice were blunderbusses, short-barreled rifles that packed a wallop of power. The time came for the real show to begin. Each man was poised to take his turn firing at his arch-enemy, but neither aimed for the other man. Instead, they aimed for their balloon. Lepique shot first, and unfortunately for him, missed Grand Prix's balloon. Grand Prix raised his rifle, peered down the sight, and pulled the trigger. To Lepique's greater misfortune, he hit his mark. It was a deflating scene for both Monsieur Lepique and his operator, who plummeted through the air to their doom, crashing onto a rooftop. Spectators who chased after the balloons watched the duel in shock and awe, witnessing the humiliation and demise of Monsieur Lepique. As a final grand gesture of his victory, Monsieur Grandpre celebrated by flying even higher into the clouds, before safely landing 21 miles from where the two men began their duel. In the end, the man who first fell in love with the famed Mademoiselle Tirovit got to keep on loving her. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.